You're listening to the Antos Podcast, where we explore the nature of stories in the pursuit of being in truth. I'm Mac. And I'm Vod. And our sentience depends on you. Now cue the intro music. He shall defend their ways, yet shall violate them. He shall be their savior, yet they shall call him heretic. His name shall be discord, yet they shall love him for it. So chapter seven, um, we are picking up where we left off with Kelsier and Marsh talking to each other, having excused everyone. During this time, Vin decides she's going to be a sneaky Vin and try to listen in and observe what's going on between the two brothers. And let me tell you, it's pretty heated. Mm-hmm. Marsh comes in swinging and, in my opinion, swinging in a pretty brutal manner. He hands them. He's like, here's a list, by the way. He's like, what's this little list of? He's like, oh, all the people you killed, you know, attacking Venture, you know. You know, the people I knew, the people who had families. And Kelsier's like, well, they're noblemen or they serve noblemen, so they deserve to die. And Marsh is pretty upset. Um he is really mad, and I think it kind of plays off in the beginning like he's mad at Kelsier for killing these people, but I don't even think that's it. I think he's mad that Kelsier is, in a way, trying to hijack his, his what used to be his dream. We learn that Marsh used to be the leader of the Skull Rebellion, and he put that down. Mm-hmm. And Marsh is mad because Kelsier has like this sudden shift of priorities that just seem to come out of nowhere to him. Because before he was explaining how Kelsier, he goes like, why I was trying to help people not starve to death. You were living a life of luxury that you stole from people while I was trying to fight and make a difference. You were taking advantage of this and making money with it. And he, you can see that he, he definitely does not think highly of Kelsier at this point and believes that he's just hijacking the, the skull rebellion essentially for some petty reason himself. And Kelsier, March kind of points out, it has to be revenge. And Kelsier's like, you don't really know why I'm doing this. Like you've ne-, He goes, you know me well, but you've never been good at knowing why I'm, I do the things I do. And Marsh kind of concedes that point. And you get this moment between them where Marsh, just in a set of brutal honesty tells Kelsier that he wished Mayor would have survived the pits and not him. And Kelsier agrees with him, and that's when Marsh finally sees, like, oh, we're, we are both kind of on the same page, and he's more willing to believe. He goes, I know, Kelsier, you're doing this for a selfish reason, but I, I'm sure now it's not the money, you know? You're not, it's not good, but I can see that some good possibly could come out of this, so I'm willing to come back and listen to your crazy plan. And that was essentially the conversation between the two, and Kelsier makes a note that Marsh is a better man than he could ever be. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of where that conversation's left. And Kelsier at the very end of it notices um, this blue line extending to the door and and notes that, you know, some, somebody then hasn't learned to not carry medals yet. And so he catches her spying on them and he goes down to her place and knocks on her door 
and she's trying to act all disheveled and like mess up her hair and act like she was sleeping and she answers it and he's just like you know i caught you just admit it and vin's like no and he goes really and she's like, okay yeah you got me and kelser decides that based on seeing that it's a it's a good night to go teach teach baby mistborn and so that's what the they plan on doing kelser takes her up gives her a mist cloak which is pretty cool and some metal to ingest and she does and he takes her out on his, kind of their first like training expedition he walks through essentially step by step um what the metals do uh another thing he mentions that i kind of noticed on the read through was like reen's voice in the back of her head has told her consistently that she doesn't want to be ladylike um yet kelser specifically goes like hey half messing with her but half being serious hey when you're ready you know we can get you like a dress like we can like you know being ladylike has its bonuses like you can use that and to your advantage and it could be helpful to you and i think i that kind of stood out to me with this because i was like oh this is kind of you know we kind of see our, our clashing of mentors here in the sense like kelsey is supposed to be the person she's going to be learning to be a misborn from and he's saying do this and reen's training in the back of her head saying no don't do this and he, he, she even said like oh this his, his voice keeps coming back to me it's worse it's worse ever since i met kelsey yeah, and I mean, I think it shows a pretty big clash, but yeah, he goes, hey, we're going to be learning now what all the different metals do, but first, you need to you need to know something. This, this is ours. The night, the mist, they belong to us. Everyone fears them, but we're not going to, and you need to get that through your head right now. That needs to be the first big thing here. He said he even goes as far to say like Vin, the the mister your friends they're going to protect you, and I really think she he he's kind of trying to push into her here that like she needs to let go of like the the normal ska thinking and it comes to the nighttime and really know that she is in she's she's a person with power now because I think up to this point he's noticed she's strong but she doesn't realize it yet she doesn't realize her state her station her status with these abilities that she has. And he discusses with her how it's good because we need to wear, when we wear the mist cloaks, if guards see us, they're going to ignore us, you know. It's not right for them to think uh, that that mistborn has to be some noble person, so it's not good etiquette for them to even try to notice them. They'll just pretend like we're not even here. And with that, they take off and he starts teaching her. He teaches her that she feels she has eight sources of power inside of her. And he teaches her that each of those sources has a pull and a push. And so she starts with pewter. And she notices that it's making her react more quickly. And he goes, yep, that's you pushing your body. You know, you're burning pewter, you're pushing your body. It's going to give your body strength. It's going to make you, your bones, your skin, everything tougher. You're going to react quicker. You're going to heal quicker. You're going to ignore pain easier and things like that. And... He goes through to its... Uh, he mentions that it burns very quickly, which we kind of already knew from his fight his fight scene. But he, he specifically mentions that it's going to burn more quickly, and he mentions flaring here. And flaring is when you burn metals at an extended rate or really fast all at once, and you get like a, like a burst. 
of whatever ability that you're getting from the metal. And also he mentions exactly what burning is. I know I've been asking that. He mentions that burning is just what they call activating the allomantic metal. That's that's all that is. And so on this topic of burning, he he describes to Vin that burn that you have to burn allomantic metals that are pure. You need to burn metals that were made for allomancers because they have to be made in a very specific way. If they're made wrong, you get an entire range of things that come from, um, hey, you get a little bit of power to you're sick. You're going to be sick if you burn burn something that isn't correct. And it can be deadly. Yeah, and it, it can be deadly. Um, but uh, essentially, he continues to go through the metals. You get bronze, which is... If you're a bronze misting, you are considered a seeker. Bronze lets you detect allomancy around you or detect people who use it. He talks about how copper can create a copper cloud, essentially. And it's like bronze, people who are sensing allomancy, it blocks their ability to sense allomancy in that cloud. And for the person creating the cloud, they can't be affected by emotional allomancy, which we kind of learn you know when clubs left kelsier offhandedly mentioned you you can't be affected by breeze and he's like i know now, now we know like 100 percent for sure when he's burning when clubs or vin or whoever's burning copper emotional allomancy can't even bother them but it doesn't protect those around her is what he said it says it will hide them but it will not protect them from emotional allomancy and he talks more he talks he goes in he tells her hey we're gonna hold off on steel and iron pushing for a little bit he doesn't say those words at that point but he says we're gonna hold off on these and tries to just tell her try to tries to talk to her about consequences before he does this and kind of tries to quiz her you know you know what how you know there are pewter there are people who burn pewter who die from their wounds after the fight because they ignore wounds that are too like are too just too bad for a person to handle yeah it wears off and you're basically a normal person yeah and with the same wound yeah, and I think he like yells at her or something that scares her. He's just like, yeah, he goes, ah, yeah. When you're burning tin, which I don't think I mentioned, when you're burning tin, you know, all your senses are amplified, and so mm-hmm. he yells and catches her really off guard and hurts her ears. And he's like, yeah. So when you have extended senses, right, you know, that can be a big disadvantage. You have consequences for doing these things, and you need to understand these because uh, she disobeys them really pretty quickly, and she ends up trying to use steel and iron early without his training and she almost impales herself with a little screw and he's like this is what what i was trying to say this is consequences right what happens when you when you push on something you know and if you're heavier than it right it's going to fly away from you if it's heavier than you you're going to fly away from it when you pull on something if it's heavier than you you're going to pull to it if you're heavier uh you're going to pull it to you everything's about consequences and you need to understand that because Iron and steel are going to be your two best weapons, your two best tools in your kit, if you can master them. And then he says, let's jump on this wall. <laughs> and they jump on the wall, and that's where we're left with chapter seven, which, again, it's it's kind of kind of big here, right? Like, this chapter had so much information on the magic system. Like, we've got, like, a pretty, pretty much like a Wikipedia page here. It's a pretty comprehensive, you know, explanation of Alamancy, and I think that's it's really it's really good, and I'm, what I love is that it's still only like scratching the surface because you're like, okay, here's the idea, you know, for everything. And in later chapters, we're going to get some really interesting minutia, the details that go into it. Um, 
But one of the things I really picked up on was, you know, Vin, we learn a lot more. I guess learn a lot more. We really get to see like the levels of her paranoia because she keeps watching Kelsey here and she keeps going. He's tricking me. He's hiding something from me. He's not telling me something. Yeah. And like, and every around every corner, he's like, if you would just listen to me, you wouldn't hurt yourself. Yeah. Again, it's kind of like you mentioned. It's the, the clashing ideologies here, right? Like Rin was like, you can't trust anyone. You can't do anything like that. And Kelsey's like, listen, no, you need to trust me. I'm I'm just here to help you. I'm just I'm trying to make stuff as easy as possible for you which you wonder like is the next foot gonna drop you know and kelsey or betrayer or something or what but right now it was this was a pretty comical you know uh chapter because it was just he kept saying something and she's just like "Mm -hmm, yeah uh uh-huh i think you're you know you're you're gonna hold something back you're gonna hide something oh that must have been the most powerful metal that's why he didn't tell me about it he told me to stop going away from it as though he didn't just hand her the metal (laughs) like she technically wasn't wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the most useful of her abilities that she's learned up to that point. Uh, yeah, yeah, in, yeah. In, in his own words, yes. it's the most useful. And and, and um, you but, know, but, it's, it, but he wasn't keeping it from her. But the other thing is, we find out is uh, stars. Uh, we first oh, this yeah, is the first yeah. time we get stars mentioned. Yeah, because it's so misty and everything. Misty and, so and ash, yeah. right? So he's like, you never even usually see them. Um, and the other thing is, is that like with ten. You know, she's able to feel everything. You know, she could feel her clothes on her. We think back to the prologue, you know, when we were having that discussion, Kelsey uses 10 in the prologue uh, to hear the girl scream. So he mm-hmm. also specifically mentions, he's like, man, I'm, you know, 15, 20 feet, whatever it is away from this fire. And it feels like I'm right next to it. Right, and right. So like, yeah, your senses get really amplified. So, that. and that's kind of the interesting thing is now that we hear about these powers, you can hear, you can see them get like, drain, uh, you know, jumbled down here, you know, here and there about like, you know, your senses go up, your strength goes up, your durability goes up. Um, and then you get like, we remember how, um, Cayman got like thrown across the room and now we know why, because yeah, the metals on his body, yeah, he pushed him, he pushed him, you know? Um, and, uh, so we're starting to kind of get the, some of the pieces come together about like, oh yeah, when we saw them do these things, it, it, it's like, uh, pulling the curtain back a little bit to say, oh, here's how we do it. Yeah. I mean, she mentions vin mentions before she burns pewter oh it feels like i've used this one before and i just think back to the fight with cayman when she has that like last bit of surge of strength where she says she felt like the pain just went away and then it all came flooding back i was like oh that must have been pewter yeah i think kelsey even mentions like oh you could have gotten trace pewter because like what you eat with could have been made out of it yeah the 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 cups or the um or the utensils could be made of pewter um i want to just take a moment that already the consistency that Brandon Sanderson has with like making everything just make sense. Like you said, like these little things that you can go back and check even at this point and stuff is so fun. You know the funny he's, he's consistent. There was a funny little continuity thing here that I went like, oh my gosh, I can't believe he even thought about that. She drinks the vial and she actually says, um, the power that she had she has eight different forms of power and they were way more than she's ever than she had ever had before, even when he had given vial before. And you were like, why would why would she have more power now? You know, from pewter or whatever, or, or um, the uh, the zinc I think she had. 
than she had before. Well, because she had Kelsey or drink half, half of it. Of it yeah. You know, yeah. so she's this is the, literally the first time she's had a full vial ever. Yeah, yep. And it was it's just a little detail, but I just loved it. I loved yeah. that little piece of continuity. I mean, it's it's things right, like like I like I think we said when we talked about discussing the Cosmere in the beginning. If you want to just read this as like a casual read through. These little things, they're not super important to notice, but like, you know, diving into it and trying to find every little thing, it's it's fun to know that on this small of a scale, Brandon's showing his consistency with his writing. Man. I just wanted to mention that real fast. Yeah, I, I thought it was, I thought it was this great. This is not the episode for those discussions. <laughs> I just wanted to mention <laughs> no, that. No, no, it's a cool, cool little detail, and that's what we're here for. Um, here's the thing I wanted to mention about Kelsier. Last episode, you were talking about Kelsier. Um and how it was interesting that he kind of gave some of those ska past despite yeah. betraying him. But in this chapter, he says, if they, if they want to stand against me like noblemen, they can die like noblemen. Yeah, again, it, it, it's just it flipped randomly. Well, I don't know if it's random or if it's part of his character that he just kind of, and this is a, a very human thing to do. I want to do these things, therefore I just justify it. And his beliefs yeah. shift a bit. Yeah. Or it could be, I mean, you could argue that, oh, well, these guys, if they agree to fight for me, then I'm willing to let them go or whatever. But the other guys, they weren't willing to fight for me, so I'm willing to let them die. Another thought process, another thought I had on this was like, what if it's, you know, that was a way for Brandon to show his respect for Ham? Because these are Ham's people. So they're, even though he has this ideology, if Ham vouches for them, they're off limits for him. Well, maybe it could be it could be a bit of that. I also thought Marsh was a, you know, he's 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 Kelsier's brother. We've had him him name dropped a couple of times. This is our first real time of seeing him. Yeah, Kelsier wants him to spy on the Steel Ministry, which I'm, I apologize, I don't think I mentioned that in my review, but like that's what he wants him to do. That's yeah, crazy. Well, and that's what we mentioned in the previous episode. We mentioned that his job was going to be going to the Steel Ministry, and Kel yeah. and Kelsier just gets lit up by Marsh. You know, Marsh mm -hmm. high roads him really hard. Um, but I mean, very understandable. What is that though? Because he Marsh mentions that he wishes Mare survived. Like, does that is that insinuating like a love triangle? Is that what that's supposed to be? I, I mean, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. But I, I kind of doubt it. I because if you think about everything we know about Mare and Kelsier, um, and them is that they were all they all were probably pretty tight friends. You know. Yeah. And so I'm sure this is more of a hint of like Marsh was a part of this group, you know, very intimately involved with this group. And he's had a falling out probably since Kelsier got captured. Well, I, I don't know. I think I don't know if he's a part of the group, because if you look at it, it sounds like he hated the group for what it was. True. That it could be true. Well, it, but you would think that he, if he's Kel he's probably he's probably somewhat close to Kelsier. Oh, I don't know. He's probably not very close to Kelsier. Maybe you might be right onto something there. I mean, I don't know. I mean, if that isn't the case, I would assume that it's just because maybe it's one of those situations where like Mare made Kelsier a better person. Could so maybe be. maybe like he tempered Kelsier out, and so he he was like maybe in Marsha's eyes, it's like well with with her gone, you're a worst version of yourself. So it would have been better if like she made it out rather than you. Well, talking about Brandon's writing, you know, in this sense is we're I have never I never noticed this until literally just now. You know, we talked about earlier how the Lord Ruler and, you know, the journal entries seem really, really to conflict because like the journal entries seem to be from a pretty chill dude. The Lord Ruler doesn't sound like a very chill dude at all. Kelsier at the same time. Also, we see him get like respect, but like 
um it sounds like he had like maybe a pretty rough um history like he, he at least according to marsh he was like he just wanted everything for himself he was just kind of out for things for himself you know he never and marsh was sitting here trying to actually do what kelsier sounds like he's trying to do now and it sounds like kelsier was never really interested in that um and now kelsier never he doesn't even correct him kelsier doesn't even at one point say i was never like that you're wrong you don't remember that correctly so we got to think it's probably accurate so this is kind of a thing we hear one thing about someone, we're seeing a different thing from them. Kelsier seems like this kind of pretty honorable guy, you know, at least when he's like around certain people, but he also, you know, kills people, you know, and says, oh, I'm, that's perfectly fine. Uh, he's like, oh, we'll be forgiving. But then he's also like, yeah, I'm not going to forgive these people because they're standing against me. Uh, he's saying, I'm, I really want to save the ska and I want to run over to the final empire. But uh, he at least very, has a very strong history of being like, oh, actually, I just want uh, to get as wealthy and you know pit taken up as I can. Oh, or in this case, I want to kill the Lord Ruler. Which, you know, uh, understandable. So, you know, could he be... Could he, This is a nice complex character. I mean, this is something that oh, yeah. Brandon's very good at. Um, come, come for the story, stay for the Brandon's characters. Yeah, and I think this is one of those things that if you ask Kelsier in this chapter, if you were able to pull him out of the book and ask him himself, he wouldn't be able to give you a good answer. Because in his mind, he's probably thinking, yes, I am a good dude. Yes, I am all these things, but I'm going to get my revenge. And what am I willing to give up to get it? Hey guys, Vod here. Thanks for listening to the Antos podcast. You'll start to see regularly scheduled episodes starting November 14th, 2022. And if you'd really like to follow us, please consider subscribing. We're a very small project, so please support us with likes and comments, because that's what the algorithm craves. If you're listening on the YouTube channel, please hit the notification bell. And if you want to really give us a boost, consider supporting us on Patreon, because I really need to better my hands.